Welcome to Everyday Horror, where we watch at least one horror movie for every day of October in this year of our Lord, 2017. And then we talk about them. My name is Danny Roth. I am a contributing editor and online personality for Sci-Fi Wire, that being the Sci-Fi Channel's website, which you can find at sci-fi.com. And also, I like to torture people by making them watch horror movies, or sometimes they'll pick movies to torture me with, which is what happened today. Um, I've got two people here in the room with me, and they're going to introduce themselves. Why don't we begin with the gentleman who chose the film? Hi. Uh, my name's Thomas Dyer. I'm a well-wisher and composer of the theme song to this very podcast. Wow. Amazing. And then there's another who. Hi, I'm uh, Raven, and I live here too. Okay. Great. So you, you've reached the point where you're going to stop explaining who we're, you are. We're keeping it cash. All right. That's fine. Uh, Tucker, do you want to explain what movie it is that we we watched and why you, you thought it would be a good idea for us to watch it? Okay. Uh, so uh, as a person who is, who is very interested in soundtracks to movies, um, I, I also have a tendency of looking at the selection available on mondotees.com the mondo soundtrack selections and there is one that came across my my view of uh, the wild beasts uh it is an italian horror film uh that seemed fascinating the description of it being about a batch of pcp leaking into a zoo's water supply really seemed to catch my interest and i figured what harm could possibly happen in an early 80s film featuring actual animals you fool I mean, in fairness, I don't think any of us anticipated. Uh, I feel this is a, a moment of true guilt, and it'll become readily apparent why I feel guilty. I bought this because you said you wanted to do it. And what I didn't realize is that, in fact, I had put it on my Amazon list twice because I had already put it on once for myself and forgotten. Uh, so I bought two copies of it. Uh, and the reason why that's so bad is that because this film was filmed in another country at another time. Uh, animals were not just harmed, but murdered pretty readily uh, in this film. And so for that reason, uh, as we often do as part of our discussion um, as to whether or not you should watch the movie uh, be- before listening to this podcast, um, you should not watch this movie unless you are fine with animals being murdered. And if you are fine with that, um please reconsider now this isn't the only movie that has ever been made that has uh, it's pretty it, it, this is pretty gruesome I mean, though yeah so so with the uh the animals just to, to, to let through there there is a large number of mice being murdered and uh movies well, that rats yeah rats uh let, let, it doesn't yeah uh, no, I was saying oh, yeah. rats, uh, and, but also and, they were rats and there there were some some cows that didn't make it out um and but when you get down to it beyond just the the straight uh, murder of livestock and uh, lab animals there there's just a lot of animal cruelty just yeah it's very uncomfortable if that is the thing that makes you feel uncomfortable and it probably should uh i mean i think you can listen to this podcast we're not going to lean too heavily on that we'll talk about it a bit but not in graphic detail mm-hmm. uh i guess if you want to watch it you can Boy, I I hope you'll find a way to watch it for free though, because I feel really weird. This is a um, I feel bad. This is a Severin release. I am a big fan of Severin. I support their restoration work. 
this film is super fucked up. Yeah, if you need a less restored version, you could possibly look on YouTube yeah. and see maybe the entire thing if you need to. Yeah, I mean, I just I just don't know what to say. I feel really like this is the first time that I've watched a movie and felt um, uncomfortable in this way on the podcast. What do, what do you think, Raven? Uh, yeah, I would not recommend. It's fun. That being said... There are some amusing yeah. So, so uh, because a podcast still needs to be done, if we can look past the things that people may have needed to go to actual jail for, uh, and I guess talk about the nice bits? Well, all right. So the plot of the film is, um, well, I'm not going to say it because uh, there's, there's a thing that happened, and it will happen on occasion during this podcast, and that is why um, the name of the podcast rather than being everyday horror, could be subtitled Dan Fell Asleep, uh, which I did. Uh, I missed big swaths of this film because I had watched some other things also for the podcast earlier today and was kind of wiped. Uh, and so I saw some of it. I got the gist. But um, Thomas... Uh, William Dyer, if you would, uh, please help by sort of explaining some of the further details of the film, what the plot is, if you could kind of walk us through. All right. Uh, right now, I'm just trying to get the uh, the name of any of the main characters because they stick in my head so you know, nicely. You know what? It's not important. I mean, it's fine. You can <laughs> have it. You can uh, have it. Some Mustache zookeeper. Yeah, it was uh, a, yeah. Oh, one of the most recommended aspects of the film. Some oh, yeah, quality great. mustaches. Quality so, 80s Italian mustaches. So let, let's, let's just keep a running tally of the pro versus con list. Con, uh, horrific, abusive animals. Pro, mustaches. All yep. right. Con. Uh, oh, you, you can tell the yeah, plot. Yeah, we'll, I, we'll, I know, we'll, I know. We'll there's, a, a there's a con tally. that immediately has struck me again. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get, we'll get there, golly. Oh man! All right, so uh, yeah, so the the film opens with uh, with a lot of water. Well, no, well, yeah, a lot of a lot of water. A lot uh, of scenic lot of, scenic locales of an just, eastern just, just uh, European on city. Industry and on the go. Yeah, um, it's it's it it. There's a sign that says Frankfurt, but they don't really say what city it is. They're actually quite uh, um, they're a little tight tight to the vest on they're like somewhere in Europe, basically. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, 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 a city in northern Europe. Um, was was how they phrase it, and it opens with a, a loving. Uh, the music just kicks right in, starting with something that sounds like it belongs in Lethal Weapon, like just just loving sax, jazz, like yeah, swanky yeah, elevator. It's like that. It's like that guy in the Lost Boys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's just he's liberally just kind of peppered in, saxophoning. Yeah, and uh, started with some philosophical quote that uh, we all paused and read, and I immediately forgot it. Yeah, it was Just, like, I don't know, like something, something, sometimes murder, something, something, yeah, it was philosophy. Like, be, be kind to nature or kids or animals, something. Yeah. Yeah. That was the gist. But enough helicopter footage. Animals. It goes directly into a zoo, I believe, in Frankfurt. Uh, yeah. And there's a lady who's a photographer. Yeah. And, and, and her and her and her boyfriend. Yeah, I, yeah, I believe he well, is the boy. Yeah, he is yeah, a yeah. present date. He is her present boy. They don't establish their relationship in any way, and every time he tries to kiss her, she's like, "Nope." Okay, so a lady and a person who is just really slimy at her—that would be Mustachioed Zookeeper himself. Uh, yeah, 
wearing, I believe, the 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 outfit of people who work in a prison yard, just with a low cut V collar. Um, and uh, he proceeds to calm down and then super drug a tiger uh, while she is taking pictures through the through the bars to retrieve a baby tiger. Yeah, something's going on there. Yeah. So, uh, it, it just demonstrating a Chris Prattian ability to calm down animals by uh, getting into their psyche. Ah, uh, yes. Draw an analog between this and Jurassic World, everybody's favorite film. That'll make them see it even more. So, put that in the neutral column? Uh, sure. <laughs> but wait. But wait. I feel that it is very important that we point out that... Um, the the photographer lady has a child and here's a weird thing that happens oh yeah are you also uncomfortable with with yeah, yeah with a vague not quite but very close to child pornography because like well it's not of sexual intent but you but definitely like see, a, you see a budding young woman naked yeah and she's like I don't, she's like 12, man. That's not 12 the right max. age. Like that yeah. is not, generally speaking, I feel we could mostly, if uh, I hopefully as close to 100% as possible agree that that's not cool. I mean, it could be worse. They don't sexualize her. She's they don't, just but it's like still, naked and it's putting still a shirt like on a moment reasons, where you're but... like, because you see like, the thing is before you really see the whole of her, you see her pretty much chest first. Like she's putting a shirt on and the button happens to be like right at her nipple area. And I think that there is a moment where you don't realize how young the child is. Yeah, there's a zoom out. They start on the chest and zoom out, which is right. super awkward. And then they pull out and you go, oh, that's a kid. This is, that's why would you film the child in this way? Yeah, it there's really, no need. It doesn't it lend to the plot. It caused me to really question the directorial intent, let's say. Oh, well, uh, directorial intent is a, is a key word there uh, to contextualize, but no way uh, excuse uh, the uh, the director doopy doop uh, Pros- uh, Franco Prosperi uh, is one of the the people who are at the forefront of like the mondo documentary style like Hannibal films uh, there uh, the, uh, through the sixties he had that one that you you had mentioned um, that was supposed to uh, to depict the atrocities of slavery in the eighteen hundreds yeah this Goodbye, man does not seem uh, adept let's say at handling things with the soft thoughtful it, touch it, yeah he so, b- being on the cutting edge of the film movement of zero subtlety may mean not yeah yeah uh, i don't yeah i don't like like a, a tie-in uh animal torturer does 12 years a slave no right not a good plan all right so so she is so yeah this is a, this obnoxious child is listening to a message from her mom, like I guess I don't, I don't like on an answering service of some kind, mm-hmm. and then is you know mad because her mom's saying like don't forget to do this and don't forget to do that because you know um, she probably wouldn't have remembered to do it or refused to do it because kids are horrible and her mom knew that and then she felt required because her mom and anyway kids are garbage and I hate them and this child is terrible. Yeah, we've already devoted but, too but, much time to this kid. We do not actually get yeah. a lot of screen she time. Yeah, with- she's not a big part of the film, but that sequence is really awkward on a multitude of levels. And right. I just wanted the world to know. But back in the zoo, uh, there uh, there was a pretty fun blind guy uh, who is recording a magnum opus uh, on uh, just like field recordings of a bunch of animals. 
while his seeing eye dog is just chilling off to the side uh they ask him what what he's going to name the piece i believe he was calling uh, decided to call it animal tears you know no, subtle what was it? nature weeps oh nature weeps thank you uh so <laughs> the hit rammstein album <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Nature weeps, uh, and and so do we. And, the, the Dean Koontz novel. Oh boy. And at this point, they uh, it's a John Crichton joint. They, they, Michael Crichton. They it's go into whatever. the deep thing and show all the animals drinking from the water troughs. Oh, and it's quite dramatic. Yes, there, right. Like, this... there's definitely some danger music. You know, like it's not quite. Oh, there's a lot of well actual. Bleep, like that sound effect is absolutely in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the. Uh, the and then the dog goes and licks from the from the little fountain over there and it's just like really closely foleyed dog licking noises i haven't heard a dog drink water so cleanly in films and he, i'm gonna put that in the pro that's a, yeah yeah preach 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 yeah. yeah the pro foley yeah <laughs> pro foley uh <laughs> chris um, so meanwhile, I, I, I feel like at that point there are some jump cuts that I don't remember anything happening and then animals start freaking out. Like, yes, most notably some rats. There's some rats freaking out. I'm, I'm uh, gonna yeah. some, some, maybe some people were talking about things that don't matter and then animals yeah, are freaking out. Yeah, like a bunch out. of useless nonsense. And then um, there's some oh. people make, there's people doing make outs. They're super making out. Super making out in a car and then like, oh, here's some rats. And yeah. the rats are just... They're just climbing all over each other. They're making a lot of noise again. As the, the foley workers, I feel, were really on this. They they murder a cat. By they murder a cat. Here's another. Here's another. This is a, this is a non actual cat murder. They the, they definitely use a dummy cat. I know, but it's pretty. It it looks kind of gruesome. And any time that you even allude to cat death, that that is a con category for me. That's oh straight, yeah, I agree. I agree. That's straight to the cons. Uh, where where this this is a cat. This is a cat. Uh, I don't want to say owning because that sounds offensive. Um, we share our lives with cats in this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas, you you recently um, I, I'm recently you, 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 you Yes, you 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 became owned by a cat, mm-hmm. and so I think that we can all agree that the thought of 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 our cats dying is a super bummer. So no, just a big old no to that one. But then, cool, the rats killed the makeout people, and I was like, yeah. You know what? I hate public displays of affection too. Uh, and this is fuck them. Good job, rats. This is when we uh, get get a get a sense of how of a thing that comes up through this movie a lot. Anytime any person dies in this in this film, we will spend longer on this person dying than a lot of horror movies I've seen. Like, yeah, they really want you to know they they really chewed the people. I mean, in in the vein of slasher movies and final destination movies they really it's more about deaths than characters they try they tried to make me care about that mustache and that lady it did not work Mm -hmm. Uh, but but yeah a lot of time spent on some dead people oh yeah uh, making out couple neither uh, with mustache it was it was just a waste of, of upper lip real estate i mean that in that way they deserve to die even more okay so um I feel this is where my consciousness began to wane. Oh well, uh, we no, you made it. No, you, you made you, it part of the way. You definitely made it to the first time that we were super out of the movie because, like, there are a lot of things that just look like general bad animal handling. But at yeah, this there's point, like some unhappy tigers that yeah, we see, and, and like stuff that, is going awry. 
it, like we we couldn't necessarily chalk that up to any worse than any zoo in the 80s in Europe would have and, been. And also very important that the the cops like decided to get in touch with our 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 tamer, our tiger tamer. Yeah, the, yeah to, the to only bring them in. because that's normal. That's a normal thing to do to be like, hey, we got some rats here. You're a yeah. zookeeper. You're the so, only so zookeeper in northern Europe. The cops Europe. wrangle up the rats and uh, hose them off. Like that, I remember the first thing that like had me on edge was they were just turning a hose on on actual rats. Yeah, like, but I was like, you know, rats swim. Sure. Yeah. Rats, I don't, rats listen, are not. I don't wanna... they, they don't normally take raid, uh, you know, spray though. I kind of want to move away from this. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, suffice, yeah, yeah. suffice it to say, the rat stuff is the 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 grossest and most offensive yeah. aspect of this film, as far as harming animals. And um, again, it's just if if that is the thing that puts you off, and I feel that it probably will. I don't want to make. You, I don't want to trigger anybody or make okay. anybody feel more uncomfortable yeah, it's gross uh and not great and then we can move on to some of the so there's animals that start getting out so yeah uh, the, animals start escaping from the zoo uh i believe uh, the elephants do uh, get through first uh, they, they, bust, they, they, go, they go through the uh through the t-rex method uh, to go back to a better jurassic movie um and uh, yeah, they track they, they just right break out. through a brick wall which causes the security system at the zoo to blow up that's it just catches on fire yeah that's how technology works yeah. sure 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 um so once the security system blows up all the animal paddocks i guess uh just become unlocked and the hyenas get out and the lions, the tigers get out, the, and the tigers, I could yeah. I, I could just keep naming animals, but um, no, actually, I think you pretty much covered it. Yeah, yeah, well, you got, I think you, you got, got a couple more, a couple yeah. more. Uh, and uh, what what happens now? Unfortunately, uh, for for Dan, uh, while he was asleep, what he missed were animal violence vignettes. Well, I saw one of them, which was pretty great. Um, it involved the elephants on the street. Those elephants on the street yielded cars like just <laughs> flying into storefronts. Like, yep. so the elephants are just like, um, I don't know, like, they're like the Kool-Aid man. They just like keep busting out and being like, oh, yeah. And like, but like, you know, like, like ele- elephant style. And then cars yeah i don't know what why it was a lot of cars happening. who were not paying attention to the road because why would there be an elephant there and then like whoa! you know you know those ads where they say like don't text and drive this is the reason because you never know when an elephant's just gonna like be like zip uh that yeah. happens it, it basically was a bunch of shots of cars swerving around elephants into storefronts and that was yeah, it was good it was great. a good time that was a super pro for me that but that is the that is the thing that i saw and then i was out uh, so now you can describe some of the really great things that i missed yeah so basically uh tigers murder everyone in the uh in the zoo they just get through go through the security office there's a lot of tigers biting people and I, like this that was kind of nice uh it just sort of cuts around at this point to a bunch of this d- disparate scenes um before we like what else was there before the cheetah though i don't want to uh, does it even matter cheetah is number okay, one yeah, let, let's just skip the uh, past there's uh, probably some, some other, stuff uh, I, I, the hyena gets gets some of his i don't i don't even remember what the hyena eats but uh there is this um just absolutely legitimately good bit 
uh, where a kind of grungy woman in uh, equally, if not more so, grungy Volkswagen uh, with the top down. Um, she she has some trouble with her muffler. She goes around back to this oddly spray painted one uh, as the uh, the nineteen eighties hip hop track ends and a punk track begins. And she goes to fix the muffler when she looks behind her. But where is it? A cheetah. And so she's like, "Oh, why is there a cheetah there?" But knowing that cars are a thing that she can get into, she gets into, touches the radio for a second, and then turns the ignition where it starts. There's no fighting with the ignition; it just goes. And while this early 80s germany-esque punk song is playing that goes back to a remarkably well steadied on the cheetah shot of a cheetah running which seems like it'd be harder from a moving car well, i bet they had pacing vehicles yeah well i mean like the pacing vehicle even then it's still keeping the cheetah in a really decent steady yeah it's annoying because it proves that they have steady cam and there are some shots earlier in this movie where i don't know why they didn't use it well they can only afford to get it for the cheetah bit yeah. It was just, you know, trying to get their budget on uh, all these animals and also the cheetah. So it's back and forth with the cheetah. And then uh, the animal handler who has by now a tranquilizer handgun uh, and his cop buddy um, like drives past and sees that this woman who's driving like a bat out of hell is being chased by a cheetah out of hell and swerves around. And so now the cop car is chasing a cheetah that is chasing a Volkswagen. This is one of the best exchanges in the movie because the zookeeper is like, Oh, I can't possibly hit this cheetah from a moving vehicle with my dart gun. And the cops like, don't worry. I have a real handgun in the glove box. Use that. It's and like, so he like sticks his hand out. It's like, well, I can't aim with this either. I might hit the woman. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I put that in the pro column with like an exclamation point. That's, that's just a great bit. And, uh, it ends with, with more cars running into other cars and uh, some more people on fire, which just that, can't get enough that ultimately the greatest monster is man. I see. Uh, while you were talking, I had looked at Twitter and related to our conversation, uh, as a picture that somebody took of a bag of grapes that they purchased and inside of the bag of grapes is a black widow spider. Uh, wow. What the fuck? That's terrible. So this is why I freeze grapes before I eat them. They are a tasty treat. And then the spiders are asleep. Oh, cool. 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 Uh, that, I did not know that poem. spider grapes was a thing. And now I'll never rest again. Spider grapes is the name of my band. <laughs> okay. I thought okay. it was spider grape nuts. No. Okay. They're okay. the cover band. Uh, but there are there there is no there are no spiders or grapes or nuts. Um, well, I mean maybe well, some nuts. We see some nuts, I guess. There's some elephants. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah so yeah. so the elephants. Speaking uh, of. Yeah. The, the, it then gets to the. Uh, you want to you want to take on the. the yeah. Elephants they really things? they want to hit all the highlights of disaster movies because we're fresh out the seventies and, yeah, and they yeah, just yeah. want to hit the highlights. So we got to go to the airport where the elephants are on the runway. <laughs> And there's and a plane a coming down. Sachet. There's a plane coming down, and it's like, oh no, we can't hit the elephants. Pull up, pull I'm up. An elephant, and you know what I mean. <laughs> I okay, so uh, yeah, so they pull up just enough to hit all of the transformers in uh, Germany, but they don't hit the elephants. Elephants are okay, uh, but they do. The whole city loses power, including the subway. Yeah. Wait, when does the plane blow up? 
The plane oh, runs right into after the it runs into the power station. Yeah. Okay, so a plane blows up. Spoilers. So all those people are dead, but the elephants are okay. I can't I stress that I don't enough. Think we, do we see the elephants ever again? I think they probably they just, just shuffle on do home. Do they just Steve Buscemi at the end of Con Air? Get away. This is my blank look noise. Okay. There you go. Right. There you go. Yes, for 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 those of you who get that reference, enjoy. All right. Um. So, which okay. So now that the power is out, it leads to the other two legitimately good scenes uh because a subway with the uh photographer lady and the dance class that the photographer's lady kind of shitty kid are uh, both now plunged in darkness and we just go back and forth between the two of them as the subway is invaded by a tiger and the uh, dance class is invaded by, have you guessed it yet? You're right, a polar bear. No, wait, no, wait. First, <laughs> I think it's important to note that the kids are staying hydrated. They are staying hydrated on some quality city water. Yeah, they're, I mean, like, this is not subtle. I don't feel like you're sitting there not thinking about it. No, no, um, this is not a twist. This but, is not but, an M. Night but, joint. But what I appreciate about it is that it doesn't have an immediate result because you're still dealing with the animals, but you do kind of file away for later use that, you know, kids on PCP is going to be hilarious. the photographer's daughter who's like, I want a Coke. And then she drinks a Coke. So I I just realized that this is the, this is the other side of the dangers of spoilers. Had I not known about the PCP, I would not have recommended this film. Uh, And had I just watched the film without knowing about the PCP, I would have just turned it off very quickly. Look, here's a question. Um, now that we've seen a bunch of animals on PCP, uh, what I need to know is, is Chewbacca on PCP? And if so, how much? And this is a problem. I mean, he will rip a person's arm off. He's actually fluent in space English. He just, it's he's too PCP. high. <laughs> <laughs> Is is actually just he's actually he's trying to talk, um, but it's it's just just just, just too much angel dust. <laughs> oh uh, boy, w- would he would he smoke it though? I mean, oh yeah, like I guess like how is he doing it? Well, you know how he's always got like that 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 is that he, purse on him up one at all times that think that he, satchel. You think he mixes it with dust sticks? Um, maybe, but he definitely has some with him at all times. And that's a pretty big bag. Like, I think he's just like, he's just constantly always going at it. He's got a subtle way. He's found some kind of like, you know, he goes to the little Chewbacca's room. He does a little something and he comes back out at this point. Everybody knows. I don't know who he thinks he's kidding. So a tiger is in a subway. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. So like, it's just prowling down, uh, this person who is, Manspreading. They they took a lot of time actually to showcasing a guy manspreading. They really established like, the fuck out of the subway. Leaned way in to to. I think that was actually quite progressive, demonstrating that in the yeah in the yeah, 80s. yeah much yeah. better than just a, a sign. I mean, you know what? Here's what I say, MTA. Wise up. The manspreading is not going to stop until tigers. But he was <laughs> he was between a pregnant lady and a child. Yeah, yeah wow, a, what a, a dick. A See, tigers. Yeah. Chocolate mouth. That's what's going to get that yeah. problem solved. Tigers. And uh, so 
that sequence involves them all escaping from a subway then running down in a subway thing you had mentioned something about uh that the the filmmakers yeah uh, the imdb page says that uh during the filming of this in the actual subway late at night they lost to the tiger for a while he was in the men's restroom and when you gotta go yeah. Yeah. Well, when you, you know, gotta he, hide from being he, in this he, awful he, movie, he, he ran afoul of a wild George Michael. So, yeah, these things happen. Uh, I believe while this is also going on, uh, some some lions and tigers and hyenas get into a slaughterhouse, and then a stampede of horses and cows go through the streets, and that's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Um, I feel like that's, a sta- that's, they stampede a, a beer garden. Time. Yeah, they they go through a bar and I think they knock over a pinball machine and the tilt light comes on. And oh, that's no. pretty, but the tilt light is a skull and crossbones because Get metaphors. Uh, so they subdue the uh, they subdue the animals that they can that they come across. The tiger gets uh, gets tranked. Um, the animal handler shows that he can handle animals. Uh, and uh, they bring it back to the lab in the zoo, which hasn't been ruined and also exists. Um, yeah, where they're doing chemical analysis. Yeah, anyway, for PCP. eventually they, f- they figure out the PCP thing is yeah, basically yeah. the deal. But like, the, it, it, it's like weirdly ham-fistedly drug message e. Yeah, they have like, a moment where like everyone has to say the street names of PCP just so we're all on the same page, kids. Also, it's bad. Showing the real star of the film, the person off to the side with really good bangs. She had great oh, hair. Yeah, 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 she had bangs that were Stand just Stand up performance her hair. Yeah, great hair, she, great hair. She, she stopped listening halfway through and just started checking her phone cuz like her you know, her mentions were blowing up on account of all the tigers. She made like a really good tiger joke. I wish I knew what it was because this this podcast is probably not as funny as this fictional lady's pot, uh, Twitter that I'm <laughs> making up right now. Yeah. But, you know, uh, but yeah, the uh, the, the do, she, yeah, they she, she take care of things though, don't they? Yeah, yeah they, but once they've got that in order, they're like, all right, we know what to do. No less secure. There's also like ten minutes left in the movie by the time they 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 yeah. even say like that there's anything, and then they call. And really, what matters isn't isn't this anymore. It's yeah. kids on PCP. Yeah, I mean, after putting a call into a person, the mayor, who knows? It's just a human being at a desk. Yeah, and the and the human being at the desk is like PCP. Are you sure that doesn't sound right? And the no, guy's like, like, not pretty sure. For real? It's, yeah, it's just like Indiana Jones in the me? Last Crusade. Elephants. Basically, every time someone talks to another. Person who speaks words, it's not necessary to this film. Yeah, really. Um, the uh, the polar bear, uh, despite se- uh, having fun that it came through a wall and broke some windows, uh, ate like a teacher, and then we'd cut away. So that was something that I mentioned earlier. We just want to wrap that up because as they go to pick up the kids on the way to drop off the PCP at the mayor's office, uh, they see the polar bear just chilling out in front of the thing that, oh yeah he's yeah. having like a good roll in the grass he has like come down but in a good way he's just, just living chilling. his best life yeah, so yeah, they yeah. have a good laugh about it everything's fine the animals have just all come down I guess and so they go and then to, the real monster is kids to get there and there's blood under the door and the the, they look at the kids and the kids are all like children of the corning at them. They, they've all armed themselves with yeah, the world's biggest kitchen oh, knives. Oh yeah, they, they, they to defend themselves from the polar bear, they they went and grabbed some kitchen machetes. Yeah. It was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some big knives. Seriously. Yeah, and uh, the, the daughter sees her and she's holding a a knife looks kind of more like a bread knife than anyone else's. But and she, I feel like we we were supposed to wonder, oh God, is she on... But she got a Coke. Yeah, like I was way ahead of you, movie. Like, 
And so she drops the knife and she goes to hug them. And then the kids are like, you want to play a game? It's called playing dead. And then they point to like the dead teacher that they stabbed in the obvious pillow in the stomach area. Like... You gotta stab him in the pillow. And then yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, like, I guess it could have been worse. It could have been like, hey, do you want to play this space truckers game? Yeah, it takes twelve hours, but we'll have a great time. Hey, my galaxy truckers game. This is, is great. A, this, this is, is a not, specific. Dig is this an at, intervention? Like, this is, this is, yes, it is. The, the whole reason I'm doing thirty-one days of podcasts is to remind is to remind Thomas that we, that. We're never going to play his Galaxy Truckers game because it you takes never, too long. It doesn't take. And I would long literally to rather be you, murdered by children with knives. Fine. We're, <laughs> can we play space, uh, space Alert then? I have a lot of space games. Oh my God, Jesus. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so the movie just goes and uh, the they chase the mother and daughter behind a door, and then she looks up while the guys are running up the stairs, and they're like, "Oh God!" And then she looks up at the sky and says, "Oh God!" And then the movie ends. So what do you talk about the poster? Uh, there's wait, a wait, wait, there's wait. an important postscript to the movie in case you okay? wanted closure where they're like, oh, the kids were in a neurological hospital and the mayor says there's probably nothing in the water, but this crazy zookeeper says there probably is. Good day, folks. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. also it would take very little drugs in the water to drive yeah. an entire city like, like Tokyo or New York insane. All, all of this is conveyed uh, by a, a news style ticker over her face. So, yeah. In, it's in like a white. courier news release. Yeah. Like, like with the full like all that sort of thing yes, and then they end, definitely thought it looked official and then yeah. end and then smooth jazz over a night helicopter bringing us to the it's nighttime there so it gives the movie an entire nice wrapping as it was dawn at the beginning it was the perfect yeah. film oh well, all right i think to, to sort of preface this um what's your favorite moment from this movie raven oh boy gosh that is a real tough one um <laughs> No, I can't even I can't even feel good about any of the deaths. I guess there were some like okay death scenes that I didn't feel too guilty about, but like this movie is a big fail for me. I guess the hair, that one woman's hair is is the standout for me. All right. Um I guess my favorite part, I was uh looking at your cat Claude and the cat was looking at the cat on the TV and I thought it might be getting ideas and that made me happy. Um Yeah, I can't wait to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So my favorite part was when I fell asleep. Uh, and then when I woke up, I realized that the DVD menu or Blu-ray menu included this crazy image. And I, I thought, is this like a, an actual poster for this film? And then I looked it up on eBay. And in fact, yes, it was the Japanese poster for Wild Beasts. Uh, now, for some reason, the, the, the Blu-ray cover has got like, it kind of like, I guess this is like a Puma yeah, you might say a kind of a blacker cat, maybe a and jaguar, jaguar perhaps, uh, and then just like a city skyline beneath, and it's just not very interesting. Wild However, cat. this one has a giant ass tiger just growling, and then like a bunch of other. It's just a, it's like a montage, and then you got like a bullet train, and you got the cop cars all flying around. You got people running at the speed of light. Can we and, include this in the show notes? And uh, yeah, I'll try. I'll, I'll link to it when we when I put this out on on the Twitter. Uh, I'll find it. I'll find the image and and say here it is. And then also you can actually see the plane that is like kind of on fire and clearly crashing into something, which is just tremendous. So um, it just encapsulates all. the I don't good think parts. that this movie is is a very classy joint. Mm -hmm. But um, if it wasn't for uh, my wife's veto before this podcast began. I would buy this poster and proudly hang it on my wall because it just, 
It's it is of the quality of uh, an early '80s NES game, wherein the box art has absolutely nothing to do with the game whatsoever, yes. but is just dope. Just very first Mega Man. Yeah, like that definitely is. It, it you know, I mean, it, the the quality of the art is better than the Mega Man art, but boy, it definitely did bring that out in me a little bit. That's what it reminded me of. Um, is there anything else we want to? Is there anything else to say? Boy, I think I've said it all. I'm so so sorry, you guys. Yeah, it's okay. Next time, next time we'll we will choose a thing for you to suffer with. Absolutely. Um, but the podcast is over. And before we wrap up, uh, I would like for y'all to please tell people where they can find you uh, online. So if they want to um, be grateful or mad, they can contact you directly rather than just me. I am on Twitter. Sometimes. Technically. Rarely. At Quotha Raven. Uh, yeah, so if you want to uh, to reach me, uh, you can try yelling on the street around uh, Astor Place. Um, that's always a, a possibility that you may reach me. Um, just keep yelling. Eventually I'll show up. Or uh, if you could want to use Twitter, uh, try at VP. That's for Vice President Pence. Um, I think that will probably be a productive method. Great. Uh, my name is Danny Ordinary. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Ordinary. It's Danny with one N, Ordinary. Also with one N. And remember, there's no better medicine for the horrors of every day than a little everyday horror. Thanks for listening. <laughs>